0: Welcome to Telling the Tale, it's the podcast in which you listen to us. We're going to talk about every single telltale episodic video game that was released by the company before they went under. I'm your host, Mitchell Farley-Wolf, and I'm here today with Dustin Jackson. Hello, Mitchell.
1: We're finally at the finale, or should I say, finally. Finally.
0: We, we will have to unpack why that's anything. <laughs> uh, it, it might take some context. No, it's uh, from the episode. No, that's I know. <laughs> but they don't, necessarily, the listeners. Well, now they do. Okay. Uh, and also, we're not just the two of us today. Every every once in a blue moon, we decide to expand our, our reach just a little bit and add a whole other person to the recording booth. So, for this The finale episode of Tales from the Borderlands, in which we're going to be covering episode 5, Vault of the Traveler, released on October 20th, 2015, directed by Nick Herman, written by Pierre Chorette and Mark Darren. We will be bringing on Adam. Hey, Adam, how's it going? Hey there. Glad to be here. Thank you. Remember that guy? Yeah, yeah. We talk about Adam every once in a while because Adam is Dustin's roommate. That's right. End you sentence. know the situation.
1: You know the situation with uh, Reese and Handsome Jack. It's basically like that.
0: Who's the reason? Who's the Handsome Jack?
1: <laughs> well, I'll leave that up for the audience to decide.
0: No, no, no I don't. I want you to say it right now. <laughs> 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 who's the Reese? Who's the Handsome Jack? We got to get to the bottom of this.
1: It, it's it's okay. We're we're winking at you. Adam is the hologram between the two of us. So,
0: okay, so Adam's the Handsome Jack among you.
1: Yeah, of the two I think he's just more blue. It just seems more in character. What's the I handsomest
0: like- thing Adam's ever done or the jackiest?
1: Uh, join us on this podcast.
0: Oh, that's a great answer. That's true. So yeah. Adam, um what's your deal with Borderlands? You played it?
2: Yeah, I have. I um I consider myself a pretty uh what's the word? Just casual fan of Borderlands um i have played most of the games uh mostly borderlands 2 but i've definitely had a playthrough of borderlands 1 um this was my first time playing through tales from the borderlands though and i'm by the end of it i'm honestly surprised it took me this long to get to this game being a just a general fan of the series
0: yeah so you've played some telltale games uh I, I think you've played telltale games before your roommate Dustin started doing this kind of thing, right?
2: Yeah, I dabbled here and there. Um, I remember playing a little bit of a uh, back to the future in the day before they switched to like completely narrative driven stuff. Um, but with the creation of the podcast, I've started you know playing a little bit more and you know sort of experiencing. The actual stories for these cool games. uh what's your favorite so far uh i would have to say out of all of them before borderlands probably walking dead because i've been having a blast just like playing through and then listening to you two talk about it um now though um i would definitely still say walking dead but I'd say Borderlands is like maybe second now. Mm. Even behind, uh, it's even in front of uh, Wolf Among Us, which I also really enjoyed.
0: Yeah, I I, uh, I know that Dustin's kind of been shaping up to have maybe that opinion as well. Dustin, do you think that Tales from the Borderlands is, is approaching the top of your list?
1: I would put it up there, definitely. So I was talking about it with uh, some friends right after I finished. Um, I don't know exactly where I would place it, just because I feel like it has some pros. Like, I think overall I would still put it behind Walking Dead Season 1, but there are things about it that I like a lot more than Season 1 of Walking Dead. But I would say my top four are, uh, I don't know if this is the order, but I would say my top four are Tales from Monkey Island, The Devil's Playhouse, Walking Dead Season 1, and Tales from the Borderlands. So yeah, I'd, I'd say it's right up there in the top five.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think I would put Tales from the Borderlands ahead of uh, Sam and Max or Walking Dead, but I I do think it's it's probably beyond Wolf Among Us for me. Yeah, definitely.
1: Like especially with this episode, I thought, oh, I I like, and I liked Wolf Among Us a lot, but I would definitely put this over Wolf Among Us at least.
0: Um, I I would tentatively say I like this more than Tales from Monkey Island. Tales of Monkey Island.
1: I couldn't possibly do that, but I can definitely see it for you.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we came to a consensus. It's a pretty good video game. It feels so much larger at every step of the way than a Telltale game typically feels.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'll, I'll say this about it. Um, before we played this, I was thinking, like, okay, so... I bought a lot of these Telltale games, and I'll probably just like sell them after if I don't care for them. Cause I don't know if any of these I would super wanna replay, but there's no way I'm getting rid of Tales from the Borderlands, and I, I-, I could see myself replaying this a lot. I just uh I would probably say this has the best cast of characters, at least, in any Telltale game so far.
0: Hmm, the best cast of characters.
1: I just love all these characters. They're all super likable, and 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 I wanted to see them all uh, come out victorious.
0: Strong Bad, Strong Bad School Game does have Homestar Runner in it, so I have a hard time <laughs> completely getting on that level. But there is a good cast of characters in here. Let's talk I, about I the guess, episode. Let's, okay, let's, get let's in there. talk about it um oh
2: could i could i say one thing
0: before oh yeah yeah uh, of course we
2: begin uh i would i'm gonna even say this kind of in the front just as a general thing because like for borderlands in general for the series i would even put this game i i would almost seeing what happens and how this affects and ripples throughout the series afterwards i would go as far as to say this is more of what I would have expected from a Borderlands three than what the actual Borderlands three delivered.
1: Yeah, I, I would How's... say it's probably the best Borderlands game I've ever played. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have to say that. Um,
0: but Adam, what, what do you what do you really mean by that? Uh, I don't have a context for what Borderlands three is versus two.
2: Well, so. Before playing through this game, I was under the impression that this was simply, like, just sort of like a one-off side game. Just a neat little experiment uh, for Borderlands, you know, kind of testing the waters, potentially, for, like, other stories in that universe. And after playing it, it feels less like a spin-off, and it feels more like... a. It's basically... Very much very important to the story of Borderlands. To Ooh, where, yeah. well, yeah, it, it's, but like, it's kind of crazy to me that the well, basically the freedom that Telltale was given with this game and how they were able to basically sort of help structure the future of the Borderlands series itself. With what happens in here is kind of crazy to me.
0: Yeah, it's- you I'm glad you brought that up because uh you were talking to me before about Scooter, who we talked about in the last episode, uh, who died in the last episode. Uh you you were saying Scooter's this longtime Borderlands character.
2: He is. Uh Scooter was introduced in the first game, and He's basically in all the games up until, you know, Tales of the Borderlands when he dies. He is a major secondary character in the cast. <laughs> I would have never
0: guessed that Scooter was important.
2: I wouldn't have either. Yeah, and there there have also been, like, multiple other characters that have uh, come and gone through the uh, episodes that are from, like, Borderlands 2 or their are playable characters in Borderlands 1. Mm-hmm. And... What I find so interesting about the series in general is that not only was this game able to, like, very much grab both of your attention and, like, make you able to enjoy these characters that have still been around before this, which I think is great, but also, it also feels better when you know the characters as well, because. Sure. uh, Yeah, then you're like, oh it's that character and that's very cool
0: yeah like i i think we knew about zero and we knew about athena being previous borderlands characters things like that um it, uh, i i did not need any background to like zero
2: so i will say there were two other characters that were also from the other borderlands games that i i'm not sure if you even brought up but in episode 3 uh when fiona and athena are being tracked down by the two vault hunters yeah mordecai and brick both of those characters are from the series they're both again very prominent characters throughout the series and they are actually two of the playable vault hunters from the first game
0: from the first game oh okay yes so Uh, is athena from the first game as well
2: you know what it's been a while since my playthrough i can't remember athena i think she was in borderlands 2 okay but uh mordecai and brick are two of the playable vault hunters in borderlands 1 and then from borderlands 2 and onward they are just like scooter prominent side characters
0: wow yeah and and scooter's very dead now
2: yeah that like that is canon in borderlands 3 basically I think you can, like, find, like, an echo recording of, like, Scooter's final words or something, but, like, I did not know that this was the game and the series where he died and that was basically made canon.
1: hmm
0: Interesting. Yeah, because, uh, oh, I'm glad, okay, I'm really glad that you brought up all this stuff before we started talking about the episode proper, because I had some, I wrote down a couple predictions. I like to do this before playing a finale episode of a season. Uh, just try to think like okay i don't know in, in the cases where i actually really don't know what's going to happen and this is one of them uh i just wrote down some predictions here here's what i thought um i say they blow up helios killing handsome jack uh yeah kind of right
1: yeah that's basically what happens.
0: yeah it didn't quite kill handsome jack but it, it like hurt him enough that he was easy to kill after
1: yeah it uh, contributed
0: yeah, I was tentative about that one though because I was thinking I don't have enough Borderlands knowledge to know if blowing up Helios would be the same as like killing the Doctor's TARDIS. Just like doing something right. that would... It is Helios just a super iconic Borderlands thing that if you b- break it that would just break the series? I don't know. Um, turns out, whether it is or isn't, they were allowed to do it. It's it's very cool, all the stuff they were allowed to do
1: with something like this.
0: Yeah, uh, Adam, so Borderlands 3 must not have Helios in it then, right?
1: So, I will say
2: this. Um, I have played Borderlands 3, but here's the kicker. I did not finish the game because okay. I was... Aside from it being... Very good to play and solid gameplay-wise. I could not get past how bad the story was. Oh wow! Because it's very much Borderlands Three is very much not written by the same team as Borderlands Two. It's also, uh, starting with Borderlands Three, it's missing a very important writer with um someone who had been writing for borderlands and i think he's even he even did a little bit of writing for new tales of the borderlands which does make me interested but that name is uh anthony birch mm. and it seems like he kind of was one of the writers that sort of like held the glue of borderlands together a little bit
0: holding the glue is probably not an expression but I... It could
1: be starting now.
0: <laughs> yeah, we could we could say when you just hold some loose glue, that's you're doing a good job on something.
1: Oh, jeez, I got glue all over my hands.
0: Well, that's the sign of a good job. Um, didn't Borderlands Two also have a very different writing team than Borderlands One?
2: I'm not sure.
0: I, I thought I remembered like the, this this story of uh some games critics who played Borderlands One. Did not like the comedy in it almost at all, and then wrote about it, and then Gearbox hired them to write the second game. That's what I thought happened.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Uh, that I heard that loosely a few years ago before I had known about any Borderlands stuff more than just what I've osmosed from the culture. So uh, that could be wrong. <laughs> I shouldn't just say things on this podcast. I really do sometimes just say, "Hey, this could be complete BS." But here's some mouth vomit I'm going to give you.
1: Here's here's my two cents on the issue.
0: Now here's the truth. It could be false, but (laughs) Uh, yeah, I think that ties
1: into the season because we have some uh, somewhat unreliable narrators in this game.
0: We do, yeah.
1: (gasps) They've been they've been reliable for the most part, but there's times when they BS it a little bit.
0: Hmm. Um. Yeah. Speaking of, are we are we ready to jump in?
1: Let's get into this shit. Let's go. I don't so care.
0: This is the first episode in the series. I'm pretty sure that doesn't have any, uh, like flashback, and flash forward, and flashback. To the uh, to the stranger who's interrogating them,
1: at least not at first. Not at the be- it doesn't start out with it.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, because it doesn't. It's like it's the only episode is that's completely in chronological order.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: so we start on on Helios and Handsome Jack is uh, taken the whole place hostage. He's just being a a real rude guy shooting his subordinates and, and looking for for reese i thought this was, was pretty fun it was it was a, a pretty fun thing i was worried it would be the whole episode and it wasn't at all uh, this episode yeah. is quite long compared to the this other episode, episodes
1: this episode goes to quite a few places
0: yeah you keep thinking it's about to be over and then it it, it isn't
1: Which, I I was worried about at first, because it seemed like I was getting those achievements for completing the chapters pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, it takes a long time, but eventually, uh, Reese ends up, I guess, faulting the engines on Helios. And it ends up putting the, the whole space station into freefall onto Pandora. Yeah, whoops. Yeah, a little Oops. whoopsie. You live and learn.
1: <laughs> well, no, he um, he actually meant
0: to, Dustin. That's the trick.
1: Yeah, well, you know, he could have done it a little better. and Maybe he will next time.
0: <laughs> yeah, does this happen in Borderlands 3? Uh,
2: again, I got like two and a half, three hours in. Hmm. Um. Funny enough, I will say, the part where I stopped playing the game was actually when I got off planet and met Reese for the first time. Wow. Oh, cool.
1: And that that was the part where and I And as was soon like, as you saw Reese, you were like, I'm done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this guy doesn't even have a cybernetic eye anymore.
1: <laughs> Why should I give him any attention? <laughs> um one I really liked this intro. Um what I th- I have it written down in my notes I have uh, how's Reese gonna get out of this one? it's it's interesting that like you know he's you know he's gonna get out of this situation but when handsome jack has him uh strapped to the chair and is gonna take over his body they do a pretty good job of saying like well there's obviously no way out of this i guess reese is just gonna die
0: yeah they they very purposefully don't show that the chair (laughs) reese is in has wheels and he can just kind of scoot around (laughs)
1: what a good the big reveal of the episode
0: yeah it's it's very fair i never thought to ask does the chair have wheels but if i did i would have seen it coming
1: that's true uh that's some top tier telltale storytelling
0: (laughs) yeah uh i really like how i think the first spoken lines after like the beginning narration part is gordis sasha and fiona saying look at the three of us living a life of crime (laughs) <laughs> That's
1: kind of how I feel about the three of us right now. Yeah, we're living a life of crime. And then Gorda says, what are you in for, huh? Uh,
0: so so while, while Reese is doing that, uh, the other branch of the party kind of falls apart. Finch and Kroger shoot August, not killing him, but looking like it killed him for a bit. Uh, I, I felt like that was a little unfair in terms of how they're presenting it, because... It definitely looked like they killed August.
2: It, it looks like a lot of
0: people die in this episode, okay? <laughs> it, yeah, That's it looks true. like they do, and then uh, some of them do. Some of them do. <laughs> yeah, I, in, uh, my other two predictions are Valerie ends up almost winning, killed by Athena, and Vaughn lives, Sasha dies. Uh, I did get right that Valerie was going to be killed. Yeah, uh, missed missed. Uh, who was going to do it by a country mile? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I kind of got right that Von lives, Sasha dies. So I feel pretty good about these predictions.
1: Yeah. So when she was on the ground,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, about to, were you like pumping your fists in the air? You were like, oh yeah, I nailed it.
0: No, I, <laughs> I was sad. <laughs> I was sad that Sasha was dying because uh, we had talked about it on the show. Mm -hmm. that sasha looked like she was written like a character who was going to be killed off especially because well at that point i didn't know how far forward we would go after the stranger on pandora interrogates us and stuff right uh so i was thinking okay vaughn and sasha aren't here they need to be accounted for somehow because they're at the party Uh, Mm -hmm. i'm betting vaughn lives but is out there and he that is true uh, but Sasha would have died before then, so I got when Sasha died wrong. But uh, yeah, I did think Sasha was going to die. I th- I felt like giving Reese a love interest was too nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it it, it would have fueled <laughs> it would have fueled Fiona's sadness, I guess. Uh, turns out she can die, but then get better. Which yeah. Is what happened. Due to the
1: the gift she got from Felix. Hope you kept it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, you cannot keep it. Oh, wow. Oh, I forgot about I, that.
1: I wonder if that hmm. Interesting. I didn't even think about that. I forgot that was even a choice you could have.
0: Yeah, but why would I throw away a present, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, it's even, not even even if I feel any kind of way I didn't feel in the moment just seems wasteful that's
1: true it could have been like crackers it's for me
0: (laughs) it's my present why would um is this item a borderlands item
2: um you know what i'm trying to think about if it is one of the main like forms of defense in the series are obviously like the shields that you can get from like each
0: company Mm -hmm. that have like
2: different like status effects and stuff
0: yeah um this is basically a green mushroom
2: yeah i'm not sure i know when you die like you basically get like reconstructed at like a uh your player gets like reconstructed and basically respawns for a fee at like a sort of like a portable like medic station
0: really so (laughs) wait i'm not sure about wait that happens and then why would why would sasha ever be in any danger then if those the kinds of things exist
1: Because it's a fucking story. (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: true.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but Um, like, are those things secret?
2: Not really. They're sort of like all over
0: the place. Wow, yeah. There were no stakes. (laughs) (laughs) It it sounds like there shouldn't ever be any stakes (laughs) for any character on this planet. If you can always just be brought back from the death for some money.
1: Just, huh. Well, maybe they didn't have any money.
0: Oh, that's true. <laughs> they were going to bring Sasha in, and then they checked her wallet, and like, too expensive. Can't do yeah, it. Can no. you bring,
1: Can you bring like, half of her back?
0: Yeah, can you bring the the, the vibe back? <laughs> I, I just don't want to be sad, but I don't, I don't need to pay for the whole thing.
1: Yeah, she could be like a
0: ghost or something. <laughs> um, So... Yeah, uh that that side of the the party the August and, and Fiona side get split up. Uh Finch and Kroger and August take Gordis and Sasha back in in the the caravan. Fiona finds her own uh escape pod. I love these escape pods. I like the escape pod uh area of Helios. This is really cool. Well, will tell feels... you what, Mitchell. Yeah.
1: The holidays are coming up, so uh, maybe Ooh. if you were good this year, you might be seeing a little escape pod under the tree.
0: I'm so excited. Uh, Reese's is, Reese is going to kill everyone on Helios. How do we feel about that? Yeah, I don't really
2: think he thought that through very well, huh?
1: Yeah, I never thought about it. I was just like, uh, okay, well, let's do this and then get out of here, Um I guess, what would have been a good alternate solution? Um, It might have been just a damned-if-you-do, damned-if-you-don't situation with Handsome Jack here.
0: Yeah, maybe. I, I kind of feel like there had to have been a way to shut off the power to like the computers while keeping the hardware ballistic missiles that were keeping it in air working. I don't know... Maybe-
1: maybe not i mean handsome jack was in the systems maybe uh he's maybe. just like uh nope can't do that
0: yeah th- maybe. <laughs> that's true i i don't know I-, I i i i like the the line that handsome jack has when you're looking for escape pods there's just this big old line of escape pods and you weren't the first person there so everyone's already taken basically all of them um and Jack says, "Do you think we have escape pods enough for everyone on Helios? That would be crazy expensive. It's a gesture. <laughs>
2: uh, so I've got a quick question before this uh next part. Um mm-hmm. what did you two do with Yvette because mm. I have because like when I was taking notes for this beginning, there's almost every single scene in this opening has basically a decision you can make whether to, like, leave Yvette behind or continue to, like, save her.
0: Left her behind. No regrets. Yeah,
1: I also left her behind. But to be fair, at that point, I didn't think everyone was going to die.
0: I had a suspicion.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I still didn't care.
0: No regrets. No ragrets anywhere.
1: Yeah, she she was uh, bad i it I do like that it kind of recontextualizes the scene with uh Vaughn in episode two where uh yeah. Vasquez is saying how uh he was talking to Vaughn about selling out Reese, and now we know that Vaughn is the one who said no, Yvette is the one who said yes
0: well Vaughn well, Vaughn did say they, yes,
1: they both said yeah. yes, oh right, right, right but, but he he only but said he didn't yes go through, to he get didn't, them
2: off, yeah. But like Yvette says that also. She said, "Hey, I I said yes also to like make sure that you guys came back like alive." I don't alive. believe. I, I don't believe.
0: Yeah, that I don't believe for that at all because she was expecting uh, Reese's head severed in that cooler. She yeah, was. and she
1: she straight up tells Reese that th- there was no way he was gonna make it. No, she she wasn't expecting Reese's head to be severed.
2: She she wanted him alive.
0: No, she said that to Reese in this episode, but yeah, in the last episode, she was like, Reese is in that cooler, huh? And then she gets mad when she does the DNA test on the cooler meat and finds <laughs> out that it wasn't Reese.
2: Oh, that's weird because I remember her in episode four being mad that like, it looked like Reese was dead. No, no I don't.
1: She, for me, She was I don't... mad. She was mad that it turned out to not be Reese. No, yeah. no, no.
2: I, I, when I was playing it it seemed like she was mad that at first it looked like Reese had died because like she was like what the fuck did you do down there? What you the know? flip You is were this just mess? you were supposed to bring Reese back so you could get whatever's out of his head. You weren't supposed to like murk him.
0: No, that yeah, that's not what happened for me. Uh she she was talking about yeah, I, I was supposed to get his head, and that's not Reese's head. Like, just the the fact that it was the wrong body is, is what made her so upset. Yeah,
1: for me, it seemed like she did not care about Reese's, Reese being alive whatsoever. And when, when she was talking to him from inside the cell, she was pretty... Uh... She did, she never attempted to like clear things up or patch things up. She was just a uh, very straightforward and mean with our boy Reese.
0: Yeah, because with with uh with a vet in the last episode, we kind of get if you ask her enough about it, she says, "Look, if he's definitely going to die anyway, I am his friend. That is sad to me. But if he's definitely dead, then yeah, I want to get in on what's in his head." Uh, and then in this episode, she like makes some pretty obvious lie at first about, okay, well, you know, I was just trying to protect you. And then she says, you can't make it. You gotta learn you can't make it. And it's like, okay, never well, that's the attitude it. I remember from you, Yvette. You're never gonna do it, Reese. You, you can't be- get it. You can't be interviewed <laughs> on Hot Ones. You're not important enough.
1: <laughs> and Reese says, oh yeah? Watch me. This um, is
2: very weird because I feel like I had like the opposite thing when i was doing the playthrough because i remember yvette being mad that reese had died and then her being more confused and upset when it wasn't and i do remember yvette like apologizing like when we were about to leave so uh, i i do want to know what happens a little bit later but like i did end up saving yvette and she did end up helping out interesting
0: yeah, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't ready to forgive.
1: And now you never will get that chance.
0: I don't feel bad. <laughs> I I don't really I feel either. Fine.
1: Yeah, but it, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. That's uh, cool. That there can be such a wildly different outcome.
0: Yeah. What What other kinds of choices were you making in the Helios section of this episode?
1: Uh, let's
2: see. I'm trying to think. So that was it. I feel like I have a lot of like notes from this beginning, but a lot of it is like, boy, it sure does want me to constantly make decisions about Yvette. Like the first couple of things, like after it starts and you take control of Fiona, like one of the first things you can do is punch Yvette. Mm -hmm. And then it asks you if you want to punch her again at one point. Oh, I punched Yvette. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I I, 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 I'm, <laughs> I, I'm the Boy Scout here today. I did not punch her.
0: Mm. That's I'm glad we have you.
2: Yeah, to um, to put us on the moral path. But yeah, there's that whether or not to punch her. There's whether or not to save her from the prison cell, and then there's another one that when Reese is like disabling the reactor and stuff. Um, there's a chance like. Basically what happens is that Yvette like slips and like she's about to be like shot out of the airlock and you can choose to like save her again or just let her die.
1: Lots of opportunities for Yvette Mm -hmm. to uh, live or die.
2: And then where we got to right now with the escape pods, there's actually a an option to let Yvette use one of the escape pods instead of Reese. Mm, so that she can make it out safely,
0: instead of Reese, yeah. So how does how does Reese get one?
2: So I've got a question. Um, which escape pod did Reese
0: get into for you? They don't have names.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> he, he was, got was the escape pod working? Was it broken? Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was broken. Uh, and yeah. and Loaderbot kind of like wrenched it open and, and kind of fixed it. Okay
2: okay that's weird because that did happen to me also we ended up using the broken escape pod but during that sequence uh i think i guess if a with you they spot another escape pod
0: oh no, no no okay yeah i see what happens uh there is another escape pod for us too uh, but mm-hmm. like some random guy just sort of beats <laughs> to <into> it
1: <laughs> yeah some guy comes out and is like sorry man i i got this one See yeah
0: and, and you can try to convince him to let you on but then handsome jack's on the monitors and he's saying no no, no don't believe this guy they're built for one just go just go ahead
2: <laughs> oh i i will say during that scene one of my favorite parts was uh just turning off the monitors <laughs> yeah that there. was good yeah and he's like oh you think you're cute okay fine Go, go, Mr. Silly it. Reese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good use of your
0: time, Reese. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, but no, yeah.
2: that's very interesting because that becomes a decision whether or not to give Yvette the escape pod.
1: Yeah, it sounds like you got a lot more uh, decisions you got to make because you saved Yvette.
0: Yeah, I mean, it kind of just comes down to killing her now or later, though, right? Because um, if you if you leave her in the cell, she's going to die, and then if you... Don't give her an escape pod; she dies.
1: Well, what happens if you give her the escape pod? Do you just never see her again in the episode? Does she just... Oh no, she comes back.
0: Mm. How so? So she...
1: Uh, we'll get
2: to it, but she's part of the finale. Wow, interesting.
0: Yeah, no, not for me. (laughs) (laughs) She, She did not get there. Um. So there's a the uh like the title sequence in this episode the montage music video kind of thing is all the escape pods coming down and you see Fiona's and Reese's and I guess for Adam maybe you see uh events during this and uh it's it's great. It's another great music moment in this game. They they kill yeah. it every time.
1: All of these intros have been real good.
2: Yeah, I was about to say all of these intros are just like bangers they're so good
0: yeah Loaderbot leaves himself behind so you're from reese's perspective watching him uh just stay on helios i also had a cracklin oat brand what's his name kroger uh yeah kroger kroger stays and he like shoots Loaderbot a lot in or the... was it krieger it's kroger
1: oh he just absolutely
2: riddles him with bullets
0: yeah, just a, a a real Riddler on that space station. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, these escape pods are like bouncing off of each other and some of them just get thrown completely off course and uh, just because of the enormity of the moment, no one can care about the one escape pod that, like, oh, I guess that gentleman just blew up. That's a bummer. Whoops. You Can't think about it too long. There's so many.
1: That's and- true. That's true. I forgot about it.
0: And it, the way they land on Pandora, it definitely looks like, okay, some of these are exploding and, and not <laughs> just landing.
1: Yeah, it, it seems, I'm i pretty sure not everyone who got an escape pod made it to uh, Pandora. No, or you, landed safely. You
0: gotta imagine that out of everyone on Helios, probably 5% <laughs> lived from this.
1: That's a that's a small number.
0: If not less. Yeah, I don't know how many like thousands of people were on Helios, but it seemed like less than 100 or so lived.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, at least the important ones lived.
0: <laughs> yeah, all, all the plot critical characters lived. Oh, yeah. that's
1: a relief. Yeah, that would have been that would have been really bad if like Reese or Fiona died.
0: Well, I guess for us, Yvette did. Uh
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, for us, she
2: did. <laughs> um, what, a, what a wacky set of circumstances.
1: If, Re- if Reese died up there, then who's telling the story? Uh, it turns out it was someone who just looked like Reese. <laughs> oh, oh actually, <laughs> And that's when, when I I'm became
0: spe- Reese.
2: <laughs> Speaking of intros and stories, I forgot to mention one more thing about like the references from Borderlands. Yeah? So... I know you guys were talking constantly about, like, the intros to the episodes with the, uh, with the gruff-voiced man always talking, like, narrating Uh uh the adventure before. He is also, uh, an important secondary character in the Borderlands series. Oh! He's basically the gunsmith who you buy the guns from. His name is, uh, Marcus, I think.
1: I love those, uh recaps at the beginning of each one all with the illustrations those are really good yeah, yeah th-
2: those hap- those happen for the mainline games also it always starts off with him you know saying oh you want to hear a story today huh well let me tell you about this that's and then not, he does
0: that's not the voice <laughs> <laughs> it's my best attempt it's uh, fair i i probably would not do any better yeah this episode released on october 20th 2015 so when the voice in the beginning says finally the end of the story you know he means that because it has been one year since the first episode came out
2: that's crazy is this the longest it's taken for like a season of a telltale game to release at this point in the podcast
0: oh absolutely yeah
1: at this point i don't know if any afterwards take longer but definitely at this point in the podcast like this game was taking like three four month breaks after each episode that's crazy Mm
0: mm-hmm Yeah, um, I I remember it coming up because my roommate Kyle was really into it as it was happening. uh, And I just didn't have a reference for Borderlands. And I had kind of like left Telltale being excited for every single one of their games. At that point, it had just simply become too many games.
1: You looked over at Kyle and you said, "Huh, What, am I going to do a podcast about this someday? No, thanks. I
0: remember when, when it must have been when this episode came out. Because Kyle said, oh yeah, Tales from the Borderlands came out. And I said, didn't that come out a year ago? And he said, yeah, but it's also now. And I didn't know what he meant, <laughs> but now I know what he means.
1: Oh, uh, the mystery is
0: solved. Uh, yeah, so uh, once everyone crashes on Pandora, uh, that's pretty much the end of the story before the... the in-media res start where the stranger kidnaps them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there is one little extra bit of Reese exploring the wreckage of Helios, finding Handsome Jack's communications, and and having a little conversation with him. How did that end for you all? Um,
1: I ripped out my eye and crushed it.
0: I ripped out my eye and crushed it as well.
1: I, I feel like they were trying to make Jack more sympathetic, but the, by that point he had already told you, "No, I'm gonna just fucking kill you and take over, and it'll be great, and no one will care or like you."
0: Uh, so how about you? So Anna? I
1: said, "Yeah,
2: oh, I, I definitely ripped out the eye and crushed it." Oh, okay, yeah. um, <laughs> the it, it's been interesting hearing what you two have to say about like handsome Jack because like I sort of have more of a bigger knowledge pool about mm-hmm. more of the stuff that like Handsome Jack's done because of Borderlands 2. So like I was absolutely never sympathetic to Jack. I was always telling him to fuck off. I was always like that makes choosing other people over him. I mm-hmm. was always mocking him just like nonstop. Did,
0: did how early did you let Fiona know that Handsome Jack's in your head?
2: Um I mean I never I told think, her. I, I think the I think the first time you can tell them is for is when in uh, episode four. No, you can, you can tell can them in I like, think in
0: episode two. Can you? Yeah. Uh or or three, when handsome Jack is in the caravan and saying, Oh don't tell them, don't tell them. It'll be a bad thing if you tell them.
2: Well, oh you can tell you can say, Oh, it's handsome Jack, but if I and I did try to say that but when you say that, uh, Jack takes control of your arm and starts punching you.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: So I here's the thing. I did tell them about Handsome Jack in episode four. And yeah, they, they got mad at me, but they, they got over it pretty quickly and everyone apologized.
0: Yeah, I, w- I was kind of waiting for like the reason. Why is Fiona so mad at Reese in the, uh, in the, in the contemporary era of the game? And right the, in the
1: flash, in the when they're talking to the stranger.
0: Yeah, and the reason eventually it comes out the reason that Fiona's so mad. Uh, in my version of the game, is that we didn't tell her about Handsome Jack being in his head. Um, but then Reese says, "Is that all it's about?" And then she says, "It's also because you were making googly eyes at my sister the whole time." And then Reese says, "Oh yeah, that kind of that tracks." <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was.
2: That's that's interesting. I got a completely different explanation. Fiona was mad at you for something else? So basically the reason why both Reese and Fiona were mad at each other is they each thought they got, like, left behind by each other because, like, when back in Helios, before everything's crashing, Reese sees the, uh, sees the spaceship leaving. Mm-hmm. And so he thinks that both Fiona and Sasha are ditching them, not having known that, like... They got into like a firefight and then like one of them got left behind and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean I I think we got that too. I don't want to speak for Mitchell, but I think that's just why Reese is mad at Fiona.
0: Yeah, this is this game's version of the uh the stranger with the car in Walking Dead season <laughs> one. Just and I think you always have to have something like this in your telltale games. Just a little something something that Reminds the player they've been making some choices the whole time.
1: Right. Some, something that really... Uh, all your choices kind of add up.
0: Yeah. In in The Wolf Among Us, it was like the trial. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is definitely the... I don't want to say weakest, because that implies that it was done poorly. It wasn't done poorly. It was just... This is the least impactful version of that so far. They don't dwell right. on it for that long.
1: Right. And... I think that's very interesting, specifically with this game, just because it feels like we've talked about this on the show before, but it feels like choices are rarely ever in the forefront in this game. Mm -hmm. Like, there's some big choices that pop up here and there, but overall, it seems like the importance is of telling this story itself rather than giving you choices in this story, which is totally fine. I think it's... I, I think it's a great story. I love this game. Uh, but it is... I don't want to say it's deflating, but it is a
0: noticeable choice. Yeah, it's interesting that they would pick The Walking Dead formula for all of their games after The Walking Dead, at least on, on, on a certain scale, but not bring over the importance of choice from The Walking Dead, which I think was why it worked. That That was why that game was important and interesting. Right. Uh, and and for that reason I don't think te- uh Tales from the Borderlands will ever be something I consider like at the level of The Walking Dead. It's mm-hmm. it's simply not in in that level of mastery and artistic interestingness. Uh but it but it's great in its own right. It it's definitely doing something slightly different with that formula. Telling it's telling a more it- like traditional epic adventure story.
1: Yeah, it's hard for me to say, really. I, I'm i pretty sure I preferred Walking Dead Season 1 over it, but at the same time, I don't know, because there's some stuff in this game that I really prefer over Walking Dead.
0: Yeah, it's like, in space.
1: Yeah, it's in space. I do like the setting a lot better than Walking Dead, and I, as much as I love the characters in Walking Dead, I love Lee, I love Clementine, I just love this whole group in Tales from the Borderlands. I... I feel like I was more upset at potentially losing Sasha here than I was at losing most of the characters in Walking Dead Season 1. But I wonder if that's just because it gave you more time to build up to it. Like, it saves a lot of these uh, death sequences for this last episode when you've had time with all these characters. Whereas in Walking Dead, the only ones you're really with for the whole time are Lee, Clementine, and Kenny.
0: That's true yeah Uh... because
1: like carly when carly died that was huge i was like whoa what the fuck but at the same time it had only been like two episodes Mm -hmm. so like and she didn't really do that much beforehand uh so i didn't have that time to really get to know carly like i did all these characters here i i would have been real upset if any of these guys died like, when I thought Loaderbot was gonna die, when I thought Gordis was dead, when I thought Sasha was dead, every time I was like, oh,
0: no! Yeah, but isn't... <laughs> you just named three fake-outs, like, in one yeah. episode. I'm annoyed by that. I think that's well, rude.
1: I I agree. I, I do agree, but at the same time, do you want any of these guys to be dead?
0: I think I want the story to matter. I think I, I want the stakes that they're playing around with to be legitimate and not just like say oh, okay yeah but everyone can live and everyone has fun at the end of the, the
1: right of the day. i i get it i i agree with that but also i don't want any of them to die so <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay
1: and and i think the way they go about it is satisfying at least for the most part
0: um i th- i thought sasha's was pretty unsatisfying at the end uh i i think the other ones are done very well
1: i agree but i also thought it was funny the way they did it
0: <laughs> yeah c- well
1: because c- like when when they make you think sasha's dead she immediately like they give you a few seconds of silence and then she just says i'm not
0: dead yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then she just gets better uh, but we yeah, need Yeah, to... I,
1: I I agree it's unfair, but I like Sasha, so whatever. But we I, I we need say... to go in
0: order a little bit more. Okay, yeah. okay. We we, we got to talk about the Kaiju.
1: Yeah. So the the Big one monster. last
0: remaining event that happens before the time skip into the modern time is Gordas was completed. Which right, means right. that it's going to summon the vault of the traveler, which is just a, a, a big old portal with some eldritch creatures coming out of it. Uh, and I will say that they, they do this twice in this episode. They do it now and then they do it like in the modern time. And when they do it this first time, it's way freakier and scarier than what they do later.
1: Yeah, because you can barely see it. You, you don't even know exactly like what it is yeah there's like a giant dust storm
2: that's mm-hmm. like been kicked up and like you can just barely make out Gordis mm-hmm. and whatever you she, don't really She's fighting
1: yeah and Gordas is like cutting out when trying to communicate with Fiona so it's this huge event it's uh, this massive shit show but you can barely even get what's happening
0: yeah eventually uh Valerie who's just shooting rockets at Gordis, because if she kills Gordis, the Vault of the Traveler stops being there, which takes the monster with it. Right. Um, so Valerie's shooting rockets at it. Fiona doesn't like that because she doesn't understand the whole thing yet. Um, but then the monster just absolutely crushes Valerie, just like a fly.
1: No effort. <laughs> Yeah. Uh Squish. It it was easy to do. It was for easy this monster. to do
0: for the monster. For the traveler, his name is. Yeah. Uh August sees his mom get crushed, which he doesn't like.
1: Yeah, I guess I get it.
0: Yeah, I can relate. And then <laughs> it, it it turns out no, you really do have to kill Gordas here. So Fiona picks up Valerie's giant heavy lock uh rocket launcher and does do it kills Gordas by hitting the glowy weak spot and then that's how they saved that day and that's the end of the past era before the stranger finds them
2: so before we get completely into the current timeline I do have a question for both of you in this uh area Mm -hmm. ask away uh before going to the rocket launcher um Fiona does get pulled back by Finch yeah right like laying on the ground and at that point, you can basically ask her, ask him, like, where's Fiona? What's going on? Where's Sasha? Yeah, it's Sasha. Sorry. Um, and he's even when he's dying, he's being a pretty <laughs> big dick to you. Mm-hmm. And you basically just have the option
1: to just murk him right there. Did you d- do that? Yep. I let him rot. Oh I, I I didn't bother. I was like, I don't got time for this.
0: I shot him with the poison bullet. Ooh because I, uh, I, I don't like th- he's not been cool once. That's true.
1: Not once has this guy been a cool guy
0: Yeah and he's been he's been actively bad at me a lot. so I'm just trying to think like, is there anything?
1: Is this... how, do, how do i benefit from letting this guy live for a few more seconds
0: yeah it has he turned around is he even pretending he might be a good person now like no it, nothing none of it it he's just shitty all the time so i i killed him
1: it's funny how he kind of makes you think that uh sasha's dead there yeah because he's, he's why saying, even do like, that kid you're gonna yeah, die yeah he yeah, he was just an asshole and then it turns out she was fine. Yeah, he was Don't like, "Oh, about.
2: you should be proud. She put up quite a fight right <laughs> up until the end."
1: Yeah, do you think <laughs> he was
0: trying to egg her on cuz he wanted to die? Is that what's going on?
1: Probably. He was just messing with her cuz he it's, it's not like he actually killed Sasha. She was totally fine.
0: Yeah, he just he, I guess Sasha gave, had her her, goggles. gave him the goggles.
1: Yeah, she was like, "Here, hold on to these for a second.
0: Oh, I have this joke. Fiona's going to love this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sasha in the middle of this giant dust storm said, "I don't need these goggles."
0: <laughs> yeah, what did, what was that? Why how did how did he have those?
1: Maybe he just took him off, or maybe was gonna, was in, the, say, in the scuffle he just grabbed him. I was gonna say
2: maybe they did get into like a quick fight and like get he got like beaten down by her.
1: Yeah, it turns out she actually kicked his ass, <laughs> and then he's like, "Actually, I kicked her ass. I, I got her goggles at least." Maybe CDs the goggles
0: are just a really common drop.
1: <laughs> That's
0: true. Uh, because everything in this world is drops, even in the the narrative heavy just story spin-off game the the uh, like the game layer artifice of drops is still very real
1: right I could go for some lemon drops I think I'm gonna get some for this Oof.
0: I could I, I would destroy some lemon drops
1: yeah oh yeah
0: um, so then modern era comes there's there's a whole thing way earlier than this but not earlier than the beginning of this episode i figured out who the stranger was Uh, i did
1: not i i was who did i think it was i i thought it was gonna be someone i thought it was gonna be like vaughn or someone yeah
2: i thought it was i thought it was gonna be vaughn at first until the uh until they brought like the uh like the camp leader and then i was like oh that's vaughn okay cool
1: I I wasn't sure. Yeah, I thought it was uh, pretty good at disguising who was who. Oh, it was. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, Because it's not just a BS. Oh, they didn't know who it was at first, but then they kind of made it something. You could tell they were planning it the whole season.
1: Right. Yeah, the whole time, uh, Reese and Fiona are like, we know this guy, right? Mm -hmm. This, This guy seems familiar. Um, yeah, I guess, I don't know why it just never occurred to me that he could have been Loaderbot. I just assumed, uh, he died up on Helios. I have it in my notes. I just wrote, oh no, Loaderbot. (laughs) Uh,
0: I, I figured it out when Loaderbot is loading, as he does, Fiona and Reese into the escape pods. He Hmm. says, save Gordas. Just make sure you save Gordas. And it was at that moment I realized, oh, okay, the the, the stranger is trying to find all those gorgeous parts. Because mm. uh, a couple episodes ago they found the uh like the ring one. Oh right. In in the desert. And that's that I totally forgot to what about that. Like leading them toward and having them do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I forgot all about that.
0: Also, they they both only have the one big red eye, which I think I should have caught on faster.
1: That that's <laughs> the one that I feel like oh well I probably should have known.
0: Yeah, the robot-voiced person with the big red eye turns out it's the same one that I should have <laughs> I should have caught onto that.
1: Man, Reese really gets all fucked up in this episode, don't he? His he rips his arm yeah. out, he rips his head thingy out, and then his his eye. Um, he's just a mess after that. Yeah. He seems fine now in the, in the (laughs) current time.
0: When he gets rid of his arm, there's like a, like a splash of blood that comes out. And I was wondering like, why does that happen? Well, it it should just be a plug in thing. (laughs) Well,
1: it's because it's plugged into his, uh, his body, his human body meats and juices.
0: Yeah, but if he's just trying to take the arm off, surely there should be a way to just remove. Like
1: he's still,
2: he's still got like cybernetics implanted in his organic body. Yeah, that's still gonna be like entangled with those. Yeah, it still has mm. to
1: in order for him to. Well, in in that moment, the reason
0: he took his him. arm off is because it was punching him, not right. not because he was like trying to kill Handsome Jack out of his body quite yet. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but um, yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ, uh, poor Reese. Yeah, gross. He falls down, he goes to sleep. <laughs> he fell down and went
0: boom. What percentage of Reese is robotic, do you think? Well, ne- I think zero now, but before.
1: Yeah, I think it was just the arm and the eye and then something in his head. That's a high so percentage, would,
0: though.
2: Well, well, it's not that he's zero percent robotic now. He He talked about that in the time skip where he said... After that, he uh, before he left the uh, crashed helioship, he picked up the um, the stock option that he noticed that said like Handsome Jack owned um, Atlas. I thought this and was so, so he, dumb. He basically became <laughs> <laughs> he basically became the head of Atlas because he took it from Handsome Jack.
0: Why does holding a piece of paper that says Handsome Jack owns Atlas? do anything because atlas isn't like around anymore how's he getting I paid mean, for anything well I mean, he
1: said it's the rights to
2: atlas like yeah it's the rights to atlas handsome jack's dead so surely the name handsome
0: jack now is I written it. on it
1: well yeah but handsome jack's dead so he's the one who has the papers yeah, so he, he owns atlas That's, now
0: if, if, and if, if someone just like who wrote a check out to themselves dies and you pick up the check you can't just say they're dead and i'm holding it so i get this money <laughs>
1: Right, well, <laughs> this, this is what life difference is for. Also, <laughs> I Atlas is gone. That.
0: There's no one... There's no HR to approve this.
1: Yeah, so that's why he gets it. Yeah, exactly. Just by holding the paper. He's literally, Damn. like, rebuilding Atlas. <laughs> I would
0: argue that if you're doing it that way, you don't even need the paper. Well,
2: the, the you, thing you is, he said that, like... You can just steal the money. He He went back to the, like the atlas hq where like the Cordis mm-hmm. project was being held and they still had like a bunch of like supplies and like all that stuff so he they was, had like, fruit yeah might as well they did have fruit so like yeah he just repaired himself
1: yeah it, he was gonna tell him not to
0: i i mean i get the i get the repairs i get the survival i think that makes sense there's fruit there there's machines and he's a pretty savvy machine guy i get it but like at the end of the episode they're talking about Hey, so you're a, like a warmonger for Atlas now and he's like, "No, no, I'm not going to run Atlas that way." Which does make it seem like, "Okay, so you did get a company. You are you are running people." Yeah. Who who are yeah. these people? Um
1: people I I guess once he started rebuilding Atlas, he just put out a, he was like, "Hey, anyone want to come work? I'm going to rebuild Atlas." And they were like, "Okay,
0: I can give you fruit for pay."
1: yeah (laughs) i don't know i I think it makes sense
2: well uh this might be slightly towards the uh this is going up a little bit slightly towards like the very end Mm -hmm. but like um cassius does mention being willing to work for atlas again with a recent charge
0: oh okay so he's got that's true he's got two yeah toys himself and cassius uh so speaking of that it's revealed that the stranger was Loaderbot. And what a twist! What what a, what, a, what, a, what a twist! I think a really good thing. Even though I I did predict it just before it happened in the same episode. Totally fair. I buy it a hundred percent. Feels good. I understand why it happened. I love that.
1: Mm-hmm. It was a good good twist. Yeah, and I think it was for a good reason. I like uh, I liked Loaderbot's motivation for not revealing himself.
0: Yeah. It, it, I think it all, it all panned out for Loaderbot.
1: <laughs> Everything's coming up, Loaderbot. Uh, it
0: it turns out that he wants to rebuild Gordis because he likes her, and he wants to uh, do it in a way that will summon the monster. Yes, because you can't you can't get around that. It will summon the monster, uh, but this time we know how to kill it, which is right. an incredibly <laughs> abstract, convoluted plan, but it, it ends up happening pretty much as planned.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. So now we're going to get to the part where you get to pick your three guys to bring with you, right? Well, well hold on, Dustin. You Are have to make ahead? one
2: more important decision before that. Oh my god. And that's whether or not you <laughs> want to be the good cop or the bad cop. Oh, right oh yeah. Loaderbot.
0: That was fun. So I had Fiona be bad cop and Reese be good cop, but he forgotten was bad cop. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly what happened for me. I
2: I, I love that it's like immediately like this is Reese's idea. And then he immediately forgets. (laughs) And you're like, oh, you're you're supposed to be the good cop. He's like, are you sure?
1: That doesn't sound right. Is that true? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he just said it. (laughs) Yeah. And I think... Fiona being bad cop and Reese at least saying he's gonna be good cop is the best way to do it because I feel like Reese would not be a good bad cop
0: (laughs) yeah I feel like no matter what you pick they're just both gonna be bad cop right (laughs) which is kind of that it's kind of reflective on their characters yeah Uh, um so yeah there's there's gonna be Vaughn Sasha Fiona Reese Loader Bot, that's five. Uh, And you need two teams of four for game mechanics reasons. And (laughs) that means you need three more people. And it gives you choices of uh, basically all the friendlies or even half friendlies that you've met along the way. Some of which are not available, depending on what you've done in the game so far. Right. So uh, the options are... Felix, Athena, Springs, who is a uh, Athena's girlfriend, the the one the mechanic who is working with mm-hmm. Scooter, uh, Zero, Cassius, August, and just a Vault Hunter that ne- you rec- you need a certain amount of money to afford it and to uh, even have it be revealed to you who it's going to be, but I did not have that money, so I don't I didn't know who e- it is.
1: I didn't either, but I read about who it was. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. I, I know who it is.
0: Uh, did you um, have the option, though, Adam?
2: I was not able to recruit the Mystery Vault Hunter, but I do know who it is. Okay. Yeah. Who, who is it? So. <clears throat> is it Mordecai? The, I
0: guess Mordecai.
2: <laughs> do, do you actually know who it is or not? I have no idea. Dustin, do you know? I know, but you go ahead and say it. I read it. Later. Okay earlier so the uh, mystery one i'm not sure how much money you need but uh basically if you have enough money you can hire him and it turns out that the mystery person is claptrap
1: whoa
0: i know who that is
1: yeah thank god i didn't have to take him
0: (laughs) yeah i don't like him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah the article i was
1: reading felt exactly the same but they did say this is the least bad he's been at least
3: okay
2: i mean he does it's probably because his appearance is like at the very tail end where he doesn't have a lot to say probably.
1: yeah um so who did we all go with
0: so for me that claptrap i guess was not available and felix was not available
1: yeah, it said he's kind of busy being dead right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, and it gives you, every time that it is or is not available, it tells you what you did to make that happen. And for Felix, you didn't warn him there was a bomb in there. So, uh, yeah,
3: yeah,
1: I love that. I love that it can tell you how or how you how you can or can't have them on this team yeah I think that's uh very cool I, I i sort of
2: loved the whole presentation of this section mm-hmm. honestly like where you just see like the silhouettes of everyone and then like it just shows you like all the decisions you made with that person
0: so did anyone else have any other not availables i just had claptrap and felix weren't available like um
1: i i couldn't get zero <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, it said, uh, Zero, uh, you didn't tell Zero that you're some uh, big shot, so uh, he just left and doesn't know who you are anymore. Well, it wasn't that you didn't
2: tell Zero, it's that you didn't tell Brick and Mordecai you were a vault hunter. Yeah. Right. In episode three. During right. during
0: Fiona's and- building up moment, she can say, I am a vault hunter, and uh, that, makes, that word gets back to Zero. That's cool that that little choice ends up mattering in this particular way.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Although I did not do it, so I could not get him. But I think those were the only three I couldn't get.
0: Uh,
2: that's basically the same for me. Couldn't get Felix, couldn't get Zero, and couldn't get Claptrap. But everyone else was A-okay. But
1: I read about what happens if you can get Felix. What Um, happens? So what happens with Felix is he declines. So you can ask him to join, (laughs) but he he will say no and leave, but he will give Fiona a shitload of money that you can use to hire Claptrap.
0: Oh. That's interesting. So, like, in order to get Claptrap, do you need to do that with Felix in order to get Claptrap?
1: I guess so. It sounds like I don't know if you can also get him just by, like, saving all of your money throughout the playthrough or not. Huh. But the impression I got was that, yeah, if if you try to get Felix to go with you, if he's still alive, he will turn it down and leave, but he'll give you a shitload of money. Then you can hire uh the Vault Hunter who turns out to be Claptrap.
2: That's interesting because I was kind of, like, reading and I, I was seeing something where it says, like, um... Where they were talking about how, like, you make up w- with Felix and he also gives you
1: the money. Hmm. Yeah, well, no, that's what I saw, too. You do make... A- he kind of apologizes, uh, but then leaves.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was too dead for me to do that. Yeah,
1: whoops. So... Well, you know.
0: So who are the three that you picked?
1: So the three I picked are Athena, August, and... And uh, looking at my notes, uh, Cassius. Adam?
2: Uh, I got the exact same set of people. Athena, August, and Cassius. What about you? Whoa. They just seem like the
0: best ones. I picked Athena, Springs, and Zero.
1: Ooh. Interesting. See, I would have picked Springs, but I felt like she had taken over uh, Scooter's Garage, so I figured she was busy taking care of that might as well take someone else
2: i i would have probably chosen zero over august i love zero if i had the chance to zero's great zero's great
0: he's so, well not he's all so of gross. us got that
1: opportunity <laughs> uh
0: yeah i i uh i thought it, having athena and springs together would lessen the blow of Athena going out for one last run after she told Springs so many times she was not doing that anymore. Right. It, it might be better if Springs just also does it so she can't get mad. Uh, yeah,
1: I can see that. I almost did the same thing.
0: Also, I, I don't trust August and I didn't think Cassius was going to help at all. So that was that well, was my thought.
1: Well, the cool thing about all these characters is uh, there's a little bit of dialogue of them kind of talking them over when mm-hmm. you hover over them. And they do give reasons for potentially having any one of them.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, they bring up how uh, Cassius did save uh, Vaughn and could be uh, a big help from a technological point of view.
0: I wonder what that means uh, from a technological like point of view. He,
1: yeah, he's a scientist, he could, like, make stuff. Mm hmm. <laughs> okay (laughs) so that's interesting so me and adam had the same ones and then you had two out of the three be different
0: yeah but i i think we're we all picked athena and uh you get to do that only if you tell springs that athena loves her right Mm -hmm. and that's who who's not gonna do that i feel like that's the the one that the game really expects you to have on the three
1: yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Tell her, oh, yeah, she didn't say anything about you.
0: Yeah, I, I can't imagine getting to the end of this game and saying, I'm picking August, Cassius, and Claptrap. And... <laughs> Everyone
1: else can go home. My three good friends. <laughs> what if you What if you picked uh, Springs and not Athena? Yeah, that would be interesting. That would be weird yeah. to do. <laughs> it's like you... I mean... We appreciate you fixing our ship. I guess that gives you some qualifications.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was wondering if August would be available to the both of you because I feel like that one, based on the, the qualifications they give you, seems really easy to not have, but we so all had the thing
2: it. With, the thing with August is one of the main points, I guess, is that you have to not blame him in episode three. Yeah. For, like, the sting going wrong. Um, I also saw, like, sa- I saw one of the guys say, like, just, like, prove you're, like, a badass or something. Yeah, that's, and August will respect you for that.
1: Yeah, that's what it said for me. Because I did blame him in episode three. Oh, interesting. But, uh, yeah, I was still able to bring him along. But it specifically said, yeah, he respects you uh, for being... A cool person
0: yeah for me it just says uh took the blame off of him and put it onto vasquez he appreciated that mm-hmm. so yeah i guess, I, I guess just I guess there's either way multiple ways to do it
2: yeah what i want to know is if it's possible to not have a full team because i feel like it's genuinely possible to miss every single one of these characters hmm. like
0: yeah they're not if related concepts
2: yeah, like, if you don't try to get, uh... If you don't try to talk Athena down from killing Cassius, if you don't tell Athena that Spriggs loved her, if if you're just, like, a dick to August the whole way through, not enough money for Claptrap, kill Felix, never say you're a vault hunter, and you don't, like, put Scooter's advertisement up. Yeah, you could just go tribute. with nobody. Huh. Like, is it possible to get nobody? I wonder. It
0: seems... Possible, Yeah, because those things aren't related to each other.
1: Yeah, that seems like it would be a narrative dead end.
0: Maybe they just can't (laughs) do the Voltron thing.
1: Yeah, maybe they just say, Sorry, Loaderbot, I guess we can't save (laughs) Gordas.
0: Well, okay, so the way that everyone's used is that Fiona and Sasha are guaranteed to be there, and they're doing a thing on their own where Mm -hmm. they... uh, they, they, (laughs) this is the the most convoluted part they're going to drive their flying car into a space that the uh that the traveler is going to warp into because Uh it can it can uh teleport and then it'll be inside it once it teleports and when that happens they can go to the teleportation gland of the traveler (laughs) And put some bombs on it and blow it up and, and run away. Right. So that part happens on its own without any input from the three people you pick. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Reese's job is to motivate Gordas into... Because Gordas is, is unaware of all of this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh But right. It's, the, the earliest it can know about it is when it's already pinging the vault. Mm-hmm. So, Reese needs to convince Gordas of that and then also pilot Gordas' body for a bit. And that doesn't necessarily need anyone else either. And then Vaughn's job is firing the moonbeam. And that's kind of all of it. Like the extra three people that you pick and also Loaderbot, uh, they eventually join Reese inside Gordas and like, help you fight. And they give you, uh, it looks like they give you cool, specific kinds of wrestling moves based on uh-huh. those characters for you to use in a quick time event against the traveler
1: yeah but they're that's true they're really not connected to like the big things that need to happen
0: yeah wow I, I didn't think about that until right now it really doesn't matter who you pick
1: yeah no i figured it didn't matter who you picked it's just for
0: fun i mean but i like it 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 matters it's still cool. when you pick your party in walking dead and stuff Does it? A little, a little. Like at the end of season one of Walking Dead, you can have Ben with you or Kenny or all the other people. And that kind of, that steers how that episode goes in a largely narrative way. Whereas in this game, uh, it really doesn't change how much any of it happens. It just kind of gives more people talking during it. It it definitely feels like a weaker uh consequence of choice
1: yeah but i don't know i liked it I yeah liked it was, it was choosing. cool i liked it too i like i like choosing who could join you
0: i liked having uh i liked having zero in there because if you have zero on your team when it's time for Loaderbot or sorry uh gordis to put all of the other people inside the little cockpit that reese is in right reese goes wait so zero is going to be in here sitting next to me Can can zero sit next to me <laughs> and he's just like really psyched on it and then once zero gets in there zero says reese wow this is a good job you've done and <laughs> Reese says, oh, oh my god really that <laughs> and is it's completely flustered by it that's that's awesome that's great yeah uh i also heard i uh, one thing from borderlands 3 that i have heard is that zero calls reese his bro at one point uh, Reese nice. isn't there. They don't see each other in-game, I think. But you can like ask him about it or something. And he says, oh yeah, Reese is my bro.
1: <laughs> so does that mean that's canonically who one of the guys who
0: went? It could just be from episode one. That's true. It's his bro.
2: Yeah, they had a good time in episode one. Had some laughs, killed some people.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah. Um... um yeah and it all just kind of works
1: yeah everything just falls into place nicely
0: yeah the 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 one complication on the plan was that the remote activated explosives that sasha and fiona put on the core they couldn't drive out of the monster fast enough to have that uh or no sorry they, they drove out of the monster too fast And couldn't anymore activate the the detonation. They needed to get closer to do it. So Sasha, in in a very sacrificial, murderous moment, took the detonator, jumped off of the caravan, and ran back into it, and then exploded the thing. And you you think she's dead. And then, uh, yeah, for the reasons we already talked about, she's not.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But they
0: kill the monster. They do, and they find a vault. Yeah. How do you feel about this ending? They they find a vault.
1: I like it. I thought this whole ending was uh, great.
2: Yeah, I really enjoyed it also. You get a li- one last little go-around with just uh, Reese recent Fiona, mm-hmm. you know, making a little race to the uh, front of the vault entrance, you know, talking about... Uh, him planning on you know dating Sasha, they get into the vault, have a little
1: talk about their future, and whoop, yeah, they get to be real with one another.
0: Yeah, so I don't, I don't have experience with what vaults are, uh. So I was wondering if this whole story is just gonna end with like, oh, they find a big gun inside and they get happy they have a big gun, uh, <laughs> because I I assume that the regular vaults, not the vault of the traveler, this is like a big bigger than normal vault right um this is a big fucking deal what what kinds of stuff do they normally have in vaults it's
2: i i would say it's like definitely like a lot of like guns and stuff but i know like at the end of like borderlands 2 they kind of do they kind of like find like a map to like a bunch of different vaults like Hmm. which kind of sets up borderlands three the idea is at the end of borderlands two they find this vault and inside this vault is basically a map of like vaults all across the galaxy which is why borderlands three is like sort of like a travel game where you like go into space and go to other planets and stuff
0: that's cool um yeah it is the thing that happened to fiona and Reese at the end of this where they open the box in the vault and then just seemingly warp out of existence is that normal for vaults uh probably not okay so that's that's special for this they weren't supposed to warp out of existence interesting they did
1: it wrong Oh. (laughs) oh you got so close and you missed it whoops they they were too slow yeah because I, I was thinking
0: this whole thing like oh the vault of the traveler is it's too it, it's too built up in the narrative to ever show you what's in the vault
1: it's like some sort of secret of monkey island or something
0: yeah it, yeah it's exactly like that uh
1: yeah it
2: should, there could never be anything that could like pay off what was in that box so like it's Good that they didn't try to think of something that's in there
1: maybe it was a bag of chips
0: yeah if it Ooh. was just a big gun and then reese holds up a gun it's like i did it it's a big gun <laughs> i <laughs> won uh that that would be one way to make it a pretty funny ending that i i would not hate that but uh i i right. see what they a, did here
2: a nice big plate of like carne asada fries with like guacamole and like melted cheese <laughs>
1: Fiona says, "Oh, it's my favorite spaghetti."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so Adam, you said you saw Reese in Borderlands 3, meaning at some point after being warped into somewhere, just some nothingness after opening the chest in this vault, he must have uh reappeared.
2: Yeah, so I don't know a lot about Reese in Borderlands 3. But what I do know is he still owns uh he still owns Atlas
3: mm.
2: um there's apparently something that you can find out where apparently like Sasha's gone missing or like he doesn't know what happened to Sasha. she kind of like disappeared and so like he's kind of just alone by himself. Oh cool. <laughs> God, that's so fun. like there's not a lot known about potentially like where Sasha is or like what happened to make like Reese alone by himself so like I don't know maybe they touch on some of that stuff in new tales from the borderlands if like any of those characters end up making like cameos or something
0: yeah I would love them too because uh the original tales from the borderlands ended seven years ago and mm-hmm. now it's new tales I feel like that's recently enough that people would still want to know what reese is up to and not just completely abandon that character but maybe maybe it's even better characters
2: oh i can definitely tell you that like by the end of this like game like i i just wanted more time with these characters i'm like yeah i'm ready for more adventures with these three
1: yeah Yeah. they rock i love this group
0: did you say these three who are you not counting (laughs) Vaughn.
1: Well, obvi- obviously Obviously, Loaderbot doesn't get to be included.
2: <laughs> but, 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 well, I mean, I, I they definitely wouldn't bring back Vaughn now
0: unless they recast him. But uh... <laughs> I don't know. He's in Borderlands Three as Chris Hardwick, and that was after. I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Is, is Vaughn that, also in Borderlands? I, think, I,
2: I only knew Vaughn was. I think that was maybe happening around the same time. And maybe it was like a situation with like, kind of similar to like Kingdom Hearts 3, where like James Woods was in Kingdom Hearts 3, like right as his scandal was breaking. So yeah. they like couldn't remove mm. him.
1: Yeah, maybe the light was in their eyes and they couldn't see what was <laughs> going on with this guy. Yeah, maybe they uh,
0: maybe they just decided, hmm. I will say. <laughs> and that's the I, end of I, decision. <laughs>
1: mm. um i will say i do like i was happy to see Vaughn still alive even though he's kind of the weak link in this
0: group yeah <laughs> yeah he is uh i but i didn't
1: want him to be dead or anything
0: yeah i, I could i could see his return coming from a, a mile away with as soon as the bandit guy showed up i was like yeah that that is fun 100 that's fun. I wasn't gonna be taken by surprise by a Vaughn.
1: You can't fool me yet again.
0: Can't fool me? Your name's Vaughn. Uh but yeah, Vaughn <laughs> is in Borderlands 3. Hmm, really? Yeah. I I know oh. of that for sure.
1: Interesting. I don't Interesting. know
0: what role he plays.
1: Well, it that makes me all the more sad to hear what a bummer the story for Borderlands 3 is
0: yeah i don't, you're you're the first person i've really heard any reviews of the story of borderlands three from uh
1: i've i've seen some people say they also hated it oh but, okay
0: um, eh, well, it, it's just
2: bummer. not a yeah it's just like from what they did with like handsome Jack and everything they did in Borderlands two a lot of it is just like very underwhelming and obviously like sort of they
1: had like a complete like shift in writers they look at the screen and they say that just happened
0: (laughs) well it it does seem like borderlands one had that that reputation of not having the best writing but like it did have those underlying systems people really liked and then borderlands 2 and the pre-sequel and this had the story that people who say they're fans of borderlands really come back to like okay yeah but it's the handsome jack era specifically that they're really really into
1: right um I guess I wouldn't mind playing them sometime just because I got connected to characters in this.
0: Yeah. It, it, but it, I guess I'm also not, like not a little, dying for it. Yeah, it makes me a little bummed to think like, oh, there's more games I could play of this right now. Um, oh, but none of them are going to have Fiona and Reese doing this stuff again. So
1: Yeah, you're, you're not going to get what you enjoyed about Tales from the Borderlands out of the other Borderlands games.
0: Well we can't as say as far that. as i know
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah we don't have the, the power to say that we don't know
2: this was one of the reasons why i kind of said i kind of see i kind of see tales of tales from the borderlands more as a borderlands 3 than borderlands 3 because i feel like there's the plot is much more important in what happens it has so much more weight to it than in borderlands 3 that like even though it's like a completely different genre from like a looter shooter, it still feels like that genuine Borderlands feel.
1: In in terms of the the story of the games, it feels like it deserves that spot more. Yeah, just
2: just sort of like a direct continuation. Here's what's happening, here's how this affects everything going forward.
0: That's cool.
1: Adam, would you say that Borderlands Three is the Sonic the Hedgehog Four of the Borderlands series?
2: I can't really say that because I haven't been (laughs) in the game. But Uh, yeah, yeah, I I also no,
1: (laughs) I also don't know what I was trying to say by saying
0: that. Adam, do you think that Borderlands Three is the Yo Gabba Gabba of the Borderlands series?
1: Would you feel confident in agreeing with that statement? Definitely not. I mean,
2: people love Yo Gabba, Gabba. That's true. How, how many <laughs> fucking songs are in Borderlands 3,
1: huh? How many musical moments do they have?
0: I assume well, a lot. No?
1: Yeah, Tales of the Borderlands had a lot. Does 3 just drop the ball? That's the Yo Gabba, Gabba. I guess that's it's true. It's Tales of the Borderlands. It slaps. It has great music. Well... Everyone
2: loves it.
0: That's our takeaway. <laughs> we we <laughs> talked about the finale of season two of Walking Dead for so long, and we really got into the like the philosophy of what it's talking about. And I think our takeaway from Tales from the Borderlands is that it's the Yo Gabba Gabba of the Borderlands series.
1: <laughs> and that speaks for itself.
0: I think that's... A, Enough said, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Uh, No need to look any further into it. We've got you. (laughs) That's why you come to Telling the Tale. It's it's for little moments like that. Clarity in your otherwise cloudy life. Would you like to talk about our segments?
1: I guess. Yeah.
0: What should we start with? Adam, why don't you choose? What segment is jumping out at you? You really want to talk about it.
2: So... um... I, I should probably just get this out of the way, because I know, like, I don't think either of you have it. But I did have one linguistic gymnastic. Oh, sure, yeah. I
1: had, a cu- I had a couple, but yeah, go ahead. All right, so... I
0: actually do have one.
2: Oh, okay. So this happens at the very beginning of the episode, when both uh, Sasha, Fiona, and Gordis are escaping. And they see Handsome Jack project himself to, like, all of the uh, people in helios and you can walk up to the window that gordis is looking out of and gordis sees handsome jack looks at fiona and says is that gentle jim and then fiona says <laughs> that Gordas is handsome jack and then very disappointingly gordis goes oh and then says what did i say <clears throat>
0: <laughs> that's good uh that that moment also has a pretty good line where uh, Handsome Jack is being projected all huge, and he's asking all the employees, "Where is Reese?" And one of the employees says, "Is he the with the glasses?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, my line actually—it's in the—it's after this scene. It's when August comes to save him. Um, so they are. Handsome Jack is telling him that uh, the guards are going to come in and just really shoot the hell out of him. Uh, But then it turns out it's August who took out the guards. And then uh, so they all duck and August shoots out all the monitors in this like cool, badass scene. Oh, yeah. August is here to save the day. And then uh, August is quiet for a couple seconds and he just says, hell of a lot of monitors in this place.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a hallway that just has 40 monitors in it. That's what I'm yeah, that always for. He
1: he's not saying like some badass quip after he just took them all out. He's just stating a fact. Wow, yeah, that that's a lot of monitors in this room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um the the line that stuck with me is not especially funny, but it's so you know hang on to your seats (laughs) awesome i can't wait yeah it's during the conversation after helios crashes between the handsome jack ai that's sort of glitching out it's on its last legs and reese and uh jack's making the point or reese says first like do you are you still going to try to convince me that you and i are very similar we're alike and jack says Oh, no, 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 no. I'm way past that. You're way better at killing people than I am. I've never killed this many people. Ooh. Y- and uh, then he says, and this is the line here, Success is measured by the size of the pile of destruction left behind. Wow, right? Damn. That's that's something <laughs> to think about. That's almost It almost felt like that line was going to be the thesis statement of the season, but then it kind of just was fine at the end
1: yeah everything it was fine
0: yeah that's a that, that's some philosophy telltale dropped in the middle of the episode something to, that's true that's true something and, and, and you enjoyed that one did you i enjoyed that line i i thought about it tried to think about how much i agree or disagree with it made me reflect on myself mm. you 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 took one look at handsome jack
1: and he said we're not so different you and i
0: yeah, well, no, he he did though, because I was better at killing people than him.
1: <laughs> That's true. That means you win.
0: <laughs> I think to Jack it does.
1: <laughs> Good job, buddy.
0: Yeah. Um, um,
1: one other line I liked is later on, um, it's when you're piloting Gordas, but uh, the finger guns are offline, and Reese says, uh, "Let's try a fist bump. Do you think that'll work?" Oh yeah. And, and so Reese sticks his fist out, nothing happens. Gorda says, "Hey, Reese, that didn't work." Uh, Reese says, uh, "Yeah, I know." And Gorda says, "I mean, it was a really good
0: idea, but." <laughs> <laughs> I like that line a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Linguistics. We we we've back
1: into it. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done one. I don't I don't know what it is about these the more narrative driven telltale games that makes linguistic gymnastics take kind of a back seat when it seems like it should be at the forefront well when the I, dialogue is a bigger player
0: when you're writing an actual story i think you, you can't Less really time do for those jokes. yeah those what sam and max does with language is almost a crime <laughs> <laughs> what sam and max does to language in in actual seriously told story would be all anyone could Twitter about for the next day after that Law & Order episode came out on TV. Right. If there was someone that talks like Sam on Law & Order, I would definitely have watched Law & Order.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would watch Law & Order a lot more if there was a six-foot-tall talking dog.
0: True. Yeah, you know what? (laughs) That's its issue.
1: (laughs) We solved the problem.
0: Yeah. Dog in order um, more, like, should be.
1: Holy shit.
0: <laughs> Let's go to our next segment. Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> uh, what was what was your choice cut?
1: Mine was just picking your guys. Even, even though we did discuss... Uh, you know, at the end of the day, it really isn't that important who you bring along. It just felt like a cool thing. Yeah. Like, you hadn't done anything like that in this game up until now. So... Even if the consequences of your choices Weren't really there It was just cool being able to pick a
0: team Yeah how about you Adam
2: Um same It was assembling my vault squad I really loved like I I I loved how it was presented I loved that it showed you all the decisions You made with that person up until then You know Mm -hmm. it really felt like Oh this was what it was all leading up to
0: Yeah I uh mine is sort of that mine is it's more about maybe this doesn't count i don't know the rules to this segment that i invented but uh i i (laughs) think that the choice cuts i were doing were i'm giving it to the little moments that happened outside of this episode that Hmm. they, they were well thought out They felt like they had some amount of weight in and of themselves, so I wasn't thinking, oh, what's this affecting later? They were all just kind of the right choice to make, or the wrong choice to make. Uh, In in particular, I really like Zero and Spring's condition. Uh, Zero having uh, Fiona announce herself as a Vault Hunter. That having consequences is something I would not have guessed, but it totally makes sense. And with Springs, she joins you if you launch Scooter's Satellite. She respects that you did that for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Yeah, I, I like that a lot. I'm, I'm calling that my choice cut.
1: I do think that that is why it's my choice cut, too. Just being able to reflect on the things you've done in past episodes really uh, gave these choices a little more weight to them.
0: Yeah. Um... Okay, last no. We've got two more. Golden moment. I'll I'll tell you mine. Go ahead. Uh, I just like that conversation with Jack in, that I have referenced a couple times the, uh, in the crash. In, in the wreckage. Yeah, yeah. That that that's felt like one. the the culminating moment for me.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Mine isn't that though.
0: Oh, okay. That's allowed. <laughs>
1: Yeah, mine is just the reveal of Loaderbot as the as the guy. It's a good it just, one, e- even though some people guessed it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um,
1: I still think it's very cool. I think it's, uh, I think it does a lot for Loaderbot as a character. Yeah, well,
2: I kind of like how they like planted that there with like the exoskeleton stuff. Yeah, like beforehand so that it's not like, oh, yeah, like that would happen.
1: Like that would have. I
2: saw happen. him get like shot up, but it's like, no, he got, he did get shot up. The ship
1: crashed, but he was like barely alive. Yeah, it's very well thought out. And then he gets the handsome Jack skeleton.
0: Yeah, I, uh, uh me having guessed it does not dim- diminish my enjoyment of that reveal. I think it works really well.
1: Mm hmm. Especially since at the beginning, you were not Loaderbot's biggest fan.
0: No, I was not Loaderbot's biggest fan. Uh, wait, wait. so Adam, was that also your golden moment?
2: No, oh, okay. um, but I will say I wasn't Loaderbot's biggest fan either. Not because I didn't like him, but because in the first episode, I decided <laughs> to make him uh, self-destruct. So he hated me for like three episodes until oh, I apologized no. to him. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So Loderbot hated me up until like the middle of episode three, where I was like, "Okay, Loderbot, I'm really sorry about what happened. Please forgive me." Like, yes, I've been a jackass, and he's like, "So you want me to initiate a forgiveness protocol?" And I'm like, "Yes, please." He's like, "All right, <laughs> cool. I, <laughs> I accept your apology." <laughs>
0: oh, that's hilarious! You just
2: chose
1: to do that. Yeah, that's great. Um, I would say I'm also not Loaderbot's biggest fan, but that's just because I would have no way to measure that.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. I don't There's know a lot of big Loaderbot fans out there. I bet.
1: Yeah, I probably I don't even have a T-shirt of them. I'm sure someone does. Dustin, call them you should probably
0: get a T-shirt.
1: I'm gonna get a. It's. I'm gonna get a shirt that says "Ask me about Loaderbot."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've got some information about Loaderbot. <laughs>
1: He was a robot in a video game. Uh,
0: well, I'm glad we're talking about Litterbot because it's my weekly guy. I went He's from having Loderbot to having him be my favorite guy of the episode. Same. So, hold on. I, I do want to say my uh, golden
1: moment. Oh, we didn't let Adam say his golden moment. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. We jumped right into Weekly Adam... Guy. Adam, you're going to have to wait until we come back around next I'll, episode. All right, I'll wait next episode. <laughs> okay, we're here. No, but what's yours?
2: Uh, so my golden moment is uh, kind of similar to uh, Mitchell's, but I really, I do really love that whole scene where Handsome Jack is just like trying to confront Reese about everything. Um, but more importantly, I, I did really like the scene where he's just like ripping out all of his cybernetics just to get like, rid of Jack. And you can see Jack finally starting to have, like, fear and, like, bargaining with him. He's basically begging him him not to. Yeah. It's awesome. I absolutely love that scene. Pretty gruesome, also, even though it's, like, just cybernetics. Like, you do see, like, blood squirt out and, like, Reese does look in pain when he's doing it.
1: He's a mess afterwards.
0: Yeah, if I were to... If if I were to read into it, and I don't know if I should or not. Maybe. I... (laughs) I would say that this that moment is is a metaphor, a literary device for uh, comparing Reese rip Jack out of his body to uh, Reese removing the parts of him that were brainwashed by capitalism and greed. Uh, Because after that moment, he doesn't want to run Hyperion. He doesn't want to do anything like that. He doesn't want to be a business suit made personified right he's he's ripping that part out of himself Mm -hmm. reese's journey with handsome jack is about him accepting or denying the part of himself that sees value in ascending the corporate ladder right and there's there's no way around it you gotta rip him out of your eyes
1: that's true if it were me i would rip him out of my eyes
0: yeah, I oh, man, I don't know if I would. It looked bad. It looks really yeah. painful. To rip yeah, I would probably
1: a, a... get like a l- a little bit of it out and say, "Ow, ow, 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 stop, 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 stop."
0: Yeah, I'd hire a guy for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. Get someone else. Um... I I have in my notes. I wrote down. This is is this our second telltale protagonist that loses their arm? Oh
0: oh, after uh... Lee. Wait, didn't we didn't we just look at someone who lost their arm? Guybrush.
1: Yeah, didn't Guybrush Guybrush lost his hand. Yeah. yeah. This is a very common occurrence.
0: I, I even during the Monkey Island episodes, I brought up the the trope of the main character in a fantasy story losing their hand, like Lucas uh like George George Lucas did. Not George Lucas. Luke Skywalker. <laughs>
2: how's he gonna make all those star wars
1: now with one arm he's gonna have to make
0: them half as fast
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah not only that but in salmon max season two they lost jesse james hand
0: yeah they misplaced it
1: yeah i mean that's not they didn't lose their hands but they lost a hand
0: yeah uh yeah i'm sure there's other hand loss i i bet i also said i'm sure there's other hand loss in that monkey island episode <laughs> and then didn't hey, come up pl- with any
2: there's plenty of other hands in the sea how many hand lo- how much hand loss has there been in a csi
1: Ooh, hand do we have loss? any uh um,
0: oh there's been I feel head like loss gotta...
1: yeah there's been head loss there's been uh wolf among us had head loss lost. too that's true just a couple
0: her head wasn't on <laughs> um yeah csi i don't frog. think anyone lost an arm i don't think but so.
1: but at the same time i'm kind of like it's totally possible someone did
0: <laughs> there's only i mean there, there we did do 15 csi cases but 15 shouldn't be so many that we can't remember if no one lost an arm during it
1: I could barely even tell you what the story was for some of those. I mean,
2: I feel like if someone lost an arm, that'd be like a pretty important part of a CSI case. That's true. You
1: know yeah, what? I'm yeah, gonna, I bet they do. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna put in my chips and say no one lost a, a arm.
0: Yeah, most were guns or poisoning, right? Or burning. And burning and alive or, happened.
1: Or electrocution. The one time.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a lot I of mean, things. To- <laughs>
2: To be fair, you still have one more of five episodes of CSI to go. Oh, we'll keep That's an eye true. out There's
0: and an arm off.
2: Plenty of time. Yeah, I think this podcast has to start doing arm watch now for, this, <laughs> for
1: the rest of the show. Chalk series. one up on the arm
0: board. Uh, so, Adam, did we say your weekly guy?
2: Oh, okay. So, I, I've i been actually debating because I kind of had two weekly guys going back and forth. We get those sometimes. Yeah. Um, To me, it was between Reese and Sasha. I'm kind of going with Sasha just because she, you know, attempted to sacrifice herself at the very end. Yeah. To, like, pull off the whole plan because, like, that's pretty important.
1: Yeah, I I will say with this whole group, I don't think there's any wrong answer to Weekly Guy. I like them all.
0: Yeah, I will say that uh, previously on the podcast, I've talked about Fiona and how fiona's been really climbing the ranks of just my favorite telltale characters i will not this episode though i don't think this is a big fiona episode for me uh didn't do right. as much as normal i, I was much yeah, more I on mean, reese she... and and well Loderbot's a special case but i think reese shined brighter um just the other characters shine brighter
1: yeah but i think that's good i think it's good that all of these characters are strong enough that uh like, like, it's not like Fiona's just running away with the pot every week. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I don't even think I have a weekly un-guy. I think the only, like... Vaughn. Person who me. would get kind of... Cl- well, I was going <laughs> to say, the only person that would get close to me for weekly un-guy is Vaughn, just because he... Almost fucked up everything during the final that battle was so by activating the laser too early. <laughs> you fuck ass. Von. I
0: was wondering if uh, maybe that doesn't happen if you have Cassius because he'll be there to be like, no, don't, don't do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> come on, come on, man. Uh,
0: but I guess it yeah, I, still does.
1: No, he he just fucks
2: up. He's like, oh sorry, I I I saw him and I thought, oh this would be perfect, but then he moved out of the way. Oh.
1: I'm just Mr. Bumbles here today.
2: I will say though that the only thing that prevents him from being on my unweekly guy is he did kind of save you from being killed after the exchange with Loderbot and uh, who is the other of those two guys?
0: Finch and Kroger.
2: Yeah, yeah, Kroger, because Kroger's about to kill you for Finch.
0: Oh yeah, maybe Kro- then... maybe Kroger. <laughs> Kroger wasn't great this episode.
2: <laughs> yeah. And the and then uh Vaughn stops them by uh having the people point laser pointers thinking that they're snipers.
1: Right. Yeah, that was good. Finch and Kroger. <laughs> Love those guys. Did the original odd couple. That's true.
0: Oh, I forgot I was on this podcast for a second. I was just listening. <laughs> 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 it was good. I <laughs>
1: Yeah, this is it. <laughs> How's it shaping up? You think it was, was it going pretty well? I think it's all right. I think it's pretty good.
0: Uh, nice. <laughs> is that all of our segments?
1: I think that's all of them. Yeah. Cool. Well, Adam, it's well, been I, so I... great, haven't you? yeah yeah thanks for having me
2: on i had a lot of fun discussing like my knowledge of borderlands and how that fits into this uh telltale series i had a great time playing through the game and talking about it with both of you
1: yeah adam's been sitting right next to me this whole time and i could hear his breath
0: (laughs) uh dustin i i cut you off by talking about adam just now were you gonna say something
1: all I was going to say was, yeah, I I really enjoyed this game, and like I knew people were singing its praises before going into it, but I didn't think I was going to get that much out of it since I'm just not a Border... I had no Borderlands experience, but uh, I was surprised how, even with no prior knowledge to Borderlands, I would still put this in my top five Telltale games.
0: Well, I'm glad that you liked it, because next week we are going to begin the next game of our podcast. And I'll, I'll tell you this right now, a little, little secret from you to me. From me to you? No, that's the way. Um, it's more Borderlands. Get out of town. Oh! I, I'm afraid you'll have to stay in town with me as we record five additional Borderlands episodes for wow. new Tales from the Borderlands. Now, we aren't going to count these episodes in the numeric order uh, because... Well, it's not made by Telltale. It was made by Gearbox on their own. I believe they hired some of the people that worked on this game. So that's cool. Uh, I'm glad that happened. Me too. Yeah. What were you saying, Adam?
2: Uh, I I was going to say that the person who I was talking about, one of the main writers for some of the other ones like Two and uh, Tales, uh, Anthony Birch, he does have a writing credit on this game. On New for Tales. New? Yeah, for New Tales. Cool. They, yeah. It looks like they did bring him back. Nice. Yeah, and if they keep help. any
0: of this DNA, I'm interested at least in seeing how it goes. Um, and I believe that it is it takes place after 3, but not that I have much of a context for what happens in 3, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I, I like it when they do that because they can at least... Uh, they have the power to change things because they don't have to be prequels that need to have certain characters alive or dead by the end of it.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting since... So, original Tales from the Borderlands came out in uh, 2015, so we were going back in time a little bit, but this next one just came out. We're going to be playing a modern-day game.
0: Yeah, it's the first thing that we're uh, playing for the podcast that's really not very in line with what we've played at all. With, uh, With Return to Monkey Island, I guess that was too, but Return... Is it's is like, it's still Dave Grossman, it's still Ron Gilbert. Uh, we, we have context for what Monkey Island games are that weren't by Telltale, so it, it did still feel more like Monkey Island. This is going right. to be, decisively, just Gearbox's own game again. So we'll see how that goes. It's an interesting experiment. I'm excited yeah. to see how it, it, it might or might not affect how we do the podcast.
1: I'm very interested in seeing where it goes.
0: I'm also very interested in just seeing uh, how another company adapts the Telltale formula.
1: Yeah, I guess Guess we'll see. Is this the first time it's really been done?
0: No, no, no. There, there's other times that people have used the Walking Dead formula, but th- this mm. might be the first like, really big exactly that formula still. Right. Um, in, in a major release that is still episodic as as well, uh, mm-hmm. which is a lot of qualifying things, but it, it feels feels big. It it was like this coming up before Walking uh, the Wolf Among Us Two, felt like hitting a. Uh, it felt like it was it was hitting something first. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the episode, Adam. Thank you so much. Yeah. I had a great time. Uh, I'm glad. And thank you all for listening. We'll be back with you next time. And until then, be really nice and then die. Again. I'm, I'm bringing it. I think it's the new one.
1: It's the, it's the new catchphrase of the show. Yeah. I can't wait to die. <laughs>